words of Sri Aurobindo. The supramental evolution. Intuition takes its proper form only when one goes beyond the mental into the spiritual domain. For there only it comes fully forward from behind the veil and reveals its true and complete nature. Along with the mental evolution of man, there has been going forward the early process of another evolution which prepares the spiritual and supramental being. This has had two lines. One, the discovery of the occult forces secret in nature and of the hidden planes and worlds concealed from us by the world of matter, and the other, the discovery of man's soul and spiritual self. If the tradition of Atlantis is correct, it is that of a progress which went to the extreme of occult knowledge but could go no further. In the India of Vedic times, we have the record left of the other line of achievement, that of spiritual discovery. Occult knowledge was there, but kept subordinate. We may say that here in India, the reign of intuition came first, intellectual mind developing afterwards in the later philosophy and science. But in fact, the mass of men at the time, it is quite evident, lived entirely on the material plane, worshipped the goddess of material nature, sought from them entirely material objects. The effort of the Vedic mystics revealed to them the things behind through a power of inner sight and hearing and experience which was confined to a limited number of seers and sages and kept carefully secret from the mass of humanity. Secrecy was always insisted on by the mystic. We may very well attribute this flowering of intuition on the spiritual plane to a rapid re-emergence of essential gains brought down from a previous cycle. If we analyze this spiritual history of India, we shall find that after reaching this height, there was a descent which attempted to take up each lower degree of the already evolved consciousness and link it to the spiritual at the summit. The Vedic age was followed by a great outburst of intellect and philosophy, which yet took spiritual truth 
as its basis and tried to reach it anew, not through a direct intuition or occult process as did the Vedic seers, but by the power of the mind's reflective, speculative, logical thought. At the same time, processes of yoga were developed which used the thinking mind as a means of arriving at spiritual realization, spiritualizing this mind itself at the same time. Then followed an era of the development of philosophies and yoga process, which more and more used the emotional and aesthetic being as the means of spiritual realization and spiritualized the emotional level in man through the heart and feeling. This was accompanied by tantric and other processes which took up the mental will, the life will, the will of sensations, and made them at once the instrument and the field of spiritualization. In the Hatha Yoga and the various attempts at divinization of the body, there is also a line of endeavor which attempted to arrive at the same achievement with regard to living matter. But this still awaits the discovery of the true characteristic method and power of spirit in the body. We may say, therefore, that the universal consciousness, after its descent into matter, has conducted the evolution there along two lines, one of ascent to the discovery of the self and spirit, the other of descent through the already evolved levels of mind, life and body, so as to bring down the spiritual consciousness into these also and to fulfill thereby some secret intention in the creation of the material universe. Our yoga is in its principle a taking up and summarizing and completing of this process an endeavor to rise to the highest possible supramental level and bring down its consciousness and power into mind, life and body. <laughs>